Transmissions from the Dark Side is a tongue-in-cheek look at anthology horror, covering adult themes and concepts in very childish ways. Parental guidance suggested. This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side, the backdrop of an abandoned comedy Dirt Crawl Jungle Gym. A dad covered in blue cheese. Enter Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 90s horror anthology monsters and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss. With me at the table, my two best friends in the whole wide world. If it isn't Jen Hansen and Matt Rose, Yay! how are you two doing this evening? I'm, I'm impressed right now that you remembered everything verbatim from like... God, three months ago or so? I was practicing in the bathroom. Before. <laughs> nice, yeah. <laughs> I was like, write it down, write it down. <laughs> nope. Uh, if you are joining us for the first time, thank you so much for giving us a chance. What we do around these parts is talk anthology horror. We've gone through all of Tales from the Dark Side. Four seasons. We did 2019's Creep Show, and we're in the second season of monsters yes and today's episode is called habitat it is customary around these parts that we guess what this episode is about based on title alone who would like to go first i i will go first we call it the dark side guess habitat let's hear it maddie all right habitat maxwell bogart was the bad boy of third grade terrariums but when one of the But but when one of the crickets in his latest magnum opus finds a genie's lamp, the tales were about to be turned. (laughs) Oh, if a cricket found a a genie's lamp. We have to, at some point, we have to write some of these. We have to take some of Matt's dark side guesses and we need to write... We need to just write them. Write, yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be. I would love to do that. Like everybody take just a write writing a exercise. Yeah. Yep. Maybe the yeah. Write a short story based yeah. on it. Yep. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Jen, you want to go? Sure. Habitat. The ghost of Jimmy Carter is here, roaming the halls and nailing down loose boards. There's a new habitat for humanity that's not quite human anymore. <laughs> Ooh. Nice. <clears throat> habitat. This enclosure doesn't have rules. What it does have is a dead ape, a sick orangutan, and a monkey with a knife. And he's looking at you. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, none of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, please hit us up with those sweet Sweet deets. deets. Sweet deets. All right, guys. We watched episode 13 of season two, Habitat. This episode aired January 14th, 1990. Here is the description. From Wikipedia. Oh, I am Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> a woman, Lily Taylor, enters a plain room with a glowing blue triangular table in the middle. 
in a long monologue. No kidding. She reveals <laughs> that she and the other party have agreed that she will spend nine months in the room in exchange for whatever she wants. She's being watched by someone. The audience, at times, seems to go through the watcher's eyes. Without anyone to interact with, however, she starts to slowly go insane. But who is the other party, and why is this happening? This episode was directed by Bette Gordon. Bette Gordon uh, directed a couple other episodes. Where did I... Here we... Why is this happening to me? Now I'm in the habitat. <laughs> um, she directed The Mother Instinct and Jar. Okay. Uh, episode was written by David Morrill. He wrote uh, First Blood, the movie that uh, Rambo was... He, was he born Rambo, out of. Yes. And starred Lily Taylor and only Lily Taylor. Well, I guess there were the alien guys, they were but the they're aliens, uncredited. So I guess there right. must have been real Man aliens. in plastic mask. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Uh, starred Lily Taylor, who was in Say Anything. She was in Six Feet Under, High Fidelity, uh, The Haunting. She was in Pecker. I shot Andy Warhol. Uh, Say Anything again. It's a real Say Anything sandwich. <laughs> Say Anything too. The- <laughs> Say Anything. Oh, <laughs> turn that song up. <laughs> Say Anything, Freedom Rock. <laughs> the- she was a real like '90s darling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <sighs> Honey, it's family hour. There must be something on. Ooh, crispy critters. My favorite. Oh. <gasps> Look, it's monsters. Our favorite show. <laughs> Let's, let's watch, watch it. it. <laughs> it's starting. Let's watch it. Shh. Um, before we open the door from the monsters, which was about to swing wide open, during the um, credits tonight, I've noticed something that I've seen a hundred times, but I don't know if I've talked about yet. But when the daughter grabs the candied critter from the Corningware dish, mm-hmm. dish, she already has the green goo on her hands. Goo yeah. on her hands. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh yeah. yeah. And then it she grabs it and then she just Oh, she <laughs> bites the head off of this thing. But it's obvious that it's not like a gummy. She oh no. Just... This is just like a rubber thing that she straight up Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> <laughs> the door from the monster swings wide open <laughs> to reveal a blank room with a glowing triangle podium. <laughs> Musical, Musical guest. guest. Oingo boingo. Uh, and Lily Taylor enters to deliver her forensics competition monologue. <laughs> now, I should have known from the jump that, with spoiler alerts, there's aliens in this. Because the first door that opens is a Star Trek door. They all yeah. had the sound. That goes... <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I even wrote Star Trek doors. And almost instantly, I'm like, oh, this is Answer Me from Tales from the Dark Side. Do you remember the one with the 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 woman monologuing? Yeah, Yeah, I was thinking of that episode. I have an audition tomorrow. (laughs) Well, hello. Hello. Who's on the phone? Answer the phone. Oh, I can't. I am already 
back in Monsters. Yeah. And it is already, I'm like, from the jump, I'm like, oh, yeah, there oh, you are. I smell that. It's Monsters. <laughs> there you are, my old friend. <laughs> yeah. Because the quality is straight up garbage. Yeah. <laughs> there are... Uh, not to blow it, but there are some visual effects in this <laughs> oh, episode that oh. can only be called Sewer Shark. <laughs> there were, did you ever have, there were like video games that you could put the, um, like the piece of film on your television? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It looked, it looked like that. It was just it like did. a grid. Oh, it, it is wonderfully terrible. Baby Lily Taylor is adorable. Oh, she is. And, and she is monologuing her heart out. The house letting, down boots, yes. Letting us know that her, her the agreement better be correct because... Her ex-boyfriend was a litigator. Not a lawyer that was beneath him. And uh, all the codicents, that's right, codicents... I'm like, oh, Cool, whatever. all right. I trust as a 12-year-old watching this in 1990. <laughs> all right, I'll allow it, Senator. <laughs> this better be what we agreed to. The first five minutes... Of this episode is her monologuing. The first five minutes? The it's like the first act. The whole Is it the whole first act? It's the whole episode is her monologuing, but... No, but I mean the first act is her just reviewing the contract. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, then yeah, she gets is. a couple of prizes. Yeah. <laughs> she says, this better be everything that we agreed to. This, this, this... But you, I will read this, and you will agree to it. The thing we agreed to, of which we've agreed. Of which we are agreeing, henceforth and further to. It's like somebody pretending to speak legalese. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> or like when somebody's like, you you know, do Shakespeare. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Verily. My love for sooth. Yeah. <laughs> and so unto thee, I say thee, with the hands of the lady. Verily. <laughs> Forsooth, there is. I don't know. This guy's. Are you an improvised Shakespeare? Because you are fucking fantastic. Hey, I'm soliloquying here. Get off of my back, young Montague. Forget about it. And what I won't forget about is the king's English. Oh, to be a Danish king, my back. Horatio! I knew him pretty good. He was a friend! Oh, a man of infinite jest! And, and now you're a skull. Look at you. Look at you over look there, at his face. I'd slap it, but I'm afraid of skulls. Anyway, she is. Trying to win a Pulitzer Prize in in acting. <laughs> no one tell her it's not a thing. <laughs> right. She's just going. She's swinging for the fences. Yeah. And I so, appreciate it, but also hate every moment. <laughs> so she is signing a contract with a glowing triangle that she will remain in this room for nine months, months. in solitary confinement. She signs the contract and then drops it into a slot in the glowing triangle. Or did it get sucked in? No, I thought I, I thought I heard like No, a... Matt. Nope, that would be if if it was it was a tech under the triangle. Oh no, but... I don't mean I don't mean that like it, it actually physically got pulled. Yeah. I just mean I thought I heard like a or something I mean, like that. Could, there could have been, but she I it looks like she just drops, drops it, it right in. in. Yeah. Like like she's dropping in the mail. 
And then uh, we get our first Tron <laughs> visual effect. I wrote, I wrote RoboCop Predator. It, it is also Sewer Shark, that CDR game. Yep. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of uh, RoboCop vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It basically is a red grid over a v- super completely digitized um, VHS cassette tape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks... It looks it awful. looks awful. Yeah, it doesn't terrible. hold up. And then they I don't use... think it looked good then, Matt. And then the sound effect, it just sounds like she's being observed by someone who's in the ICU because there's like a hospital blip machine yeah. and a ventilator sound yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. It's wonderful. That's a hospital. That's a hospital. Um, and then... She's like, okay, everything I asked for. Grabs a guitar. (laughs) Cannot play. I'm thinking that she thought, like everybody who, like, I've traveled for work where I known that I'm going to be someplace for like two, three months. Humble brag. Yeah. Yeah. I've internationally traveled. (laughs) It's not for months at a time. It's not a big deal. Um, (laughs) But um, I have lied to myself like, I'm going to have all this time on my hands. Oh, yeah. I should pick something up. I'm going to read some books. I'm going to learn to paint finally. (laughs) None of that happens. Of course not. (laughs) And same thing with our good friend Lily Taylor here. She's like, maybe this is when I'm going to learn how to play guitar. No. Without a book? Or a teacher? Yeah. Or anything? Just or, the or immersion a, method. Or a pick, for that matter? It also seems that this is the only thing that she asked for. So she had a rider. She came in with a rider, apparently. She needs one guitar, one glowing blue triangle. So I would like to have a moment where uh, we just examine what we would ask for on our contract or what you think she asked this for. This is what okay, I think yeah. she... The, these were the other items in the contract, so... Do we want to go one one one? Sure. Or, right. Sure. The first one I have is one tuned guitar. Okay. One guitar tuned. I uh, perfectly tuned. Um, I also which it wasn't by the way. I just want to point out it was not. I also put in an order for Aquanet. <laughs> I put in an order for the backdrop of an abandoned comedy club. <laughs> so much cocaine was done on yeah. that set. One. <laughs> 100%. Uh, seven boxes of Nutrigrain bars. <laughs> Apple. Uh, uh, only the dim- dimmest lights possible. Uh, an endless supply of ill-fitting sweatpants. Two Rubik's Magics. One for solving, <laughs> one for smashing. I also had a writer of no glowing cubes. <laughs> uh, only one pentatonic scale. Oh. Oh. She might as well have asked for all of this. It is at this time that um, we get our first alarm flash, first don't we? Bu- yeah, the first buzzer goes off, and I'm like, oh, is this a solvent Atari that's happening? Because yeah. it shows, like, a, basically a table that's lit up, and it has a puzzle on it for children. I, I yeah, wrote, it's a puzzle with four I pieces. wrote Baby's First Puzzle. It's, yes. It is basic. And then I was like, man, this is a really weird porno. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still jerking off. But right. I have some questions. But I'm not proud of that. Yeah. I'm just, this is more of just like, I'm here. Look, I'm not going to come until I know what's going on. Right. I'm 
gonna, I'm gonna really get really gonna edge myself. <laughs> and then uh, we enter a section of the episode I like to call Nine Months Tough. <laughs> she finishes this uh, puzzle in two it's, seconds yeah. because it's a child's puzzle. And then she's like, huh, that's it, huh? Just going to make me solve puzzles? Well, no problem. Let me pull out a gigantic lipstick and make a gigantic mark on the wall. Yeah. Nine months. I'm tough. I'm tough. I can make it nine months. Now that I truly know what nine months means, like the length of nine months... I don't. I don't know that I could do nine months in solitary confinement for all the money and all the riches and a life of it. So that's the surprise. She gets out. She gets whatever she wants. She doesn't have to work anymore. She'll have. She'll be financially independent. She won't have to secure. rely on. Yes. And she she is like, yeah, I can do that. Nine months. I'm tough. I'm nine months tough. And then um, basically, the director goes, "Keep going." <laughs> We nine months. That, we, nine months. We months don't. We don't have I, enough. We don't have enough episodes. Month, How many month days one, are in nine months? Not I a, wonder. Not a big hmm. month. Two. You know what to do. Nine. Nine months. months. Nine from from the creek. Monet. <laughs> I, alas. Alas. <laughs> All right. All right. So she makes her first mark with lipstick on the wall, says she's tough about 10 more times, and that is the first act break. Bye. We'll be back <laughs> with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Hurry into Kmart and save $3 a roll on our huge selection of featured wallpaper. $3 off at Kmart. Choose from stripes, solids, florals, children's, textures. First we'll do the kitchen. At $3 off a roll, you can liven up every room in your home. So pick a room. Perfect for the bedroom. They're going fast, so hurry in for the best selection. How about my room? Do it yourself. It's that easy. <laughs> and at $3 off a roll, you can do it. Hurry into Kmart, the saving place for wallpaper. Have uh, have either of you ever tried to put wallpaper up? I have. Yeah. Would you let a barely fifth grade child put wallpaper up? Well, you notice Dad wasn't in that commercial. Dad has better <laughs> shit to do than deal with Mom and her wallpaper fetish. So let the boy do it. He's got to be a man sometime. Someday. <laughs> you want me to what? Wallpaper? Let's paint that room. Look, I'm going to go out. I'm going to see you later. Do what you want. <laughs> Did you get my cools at Kmart? <laughs> well, I guess I'm going I back to you, Kmart. I need you to go back to Kmart and get me one of those Italian subs with banana peppers. <laughs> Which, by the way, I have eaten my weight in. <laughs> if they have one on clearance, all the better. Oh, uh, well, there was a Kmart right up the street where from where Matt and I lived. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, when we first moved in, we went to that Kmart all the time. Yep. And they had a little deli counter, and they used to serve, like, these true, like, submarine sandwiches. Mm-hmm. What you would think of when yeah. someone says submarine sandwiches, like, oh, like, the bread that looks like a torpedo yep. with um, like sesame seeds, seeds on it. On it. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what it was. And then it was, like, bologna, mortadello, and salami, mm-hmm. but not mortadello because there's no way that right, it was mortadello. Right. <laughs> 
And um, or like pickle and pimento loaf. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it, it, but that sandwich, that sandwich <laughs> sauce threw some shit. <laughs> Uh, I remember more than once, uh, my mom, uh, we would put things on layaway at Kmart. Yes. Oh, wow. Get, yeah, it, my mom just going to the layaway counter to do things. Layaway was such a big deal. Yeah. Well, uh, apparently, it's still a thing. Really? Walmart, yeah. I believe, has layaway. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I mean, there's not I, many Kmarts left. I, I forget who it was. It was it was someone famous, like a like an athlete or something. I want to say LeBron James, but I I don't know if it was. But they went to a store and they basically paid like everybody at the store's layaway stuff off for for Christmas or something. Yeah, nice. it was it was really cool. I feel like it's probably a lot of parents like putting gifts and doing Christmas, like paying for Christmas all year or something. So my brother, I can remember put. What, do you remember those giant headphones, like over the ear headphones that you used to like see people wear? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, my brother got one of those, and it was like one of the ones that had the, the antenna, the antenna oh, on it. Yeah. So he looked like that cat from uh, from Heathcliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he put that on layaway, uh, and then he went back like with money from his paper route and uh, and bought it. The cutest. But that wasn't the Heathcliff cat. Well, Those you're were the right, Cadillac you're right, you're cats. right. You're, yeah, yeah. It was the it was the cat that was in the um the junkyard. We or all the know cats. who you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Well, I won't. You know that Matt and I have mentioned this stupid cat. Oh, we at actually least. we actually did like an almost entire episode oh. of matters about those cats. Well, maybe and we should keep matters on matters. Hector, I, mean, I believe, is his name. Actually, if we want to have a show about you know, hey. Anthology horror, that's one thing. This is going to be the cat show starring me. Oh, I'm sorry. It's w- excuse me. Sorry, it's Wordsworth. <laughs> <laughs> Wordsworth, named after poet William Wordsworth, is a light gray cat who oh, wears... Oh, now I see the correlation. <laughs> ...who wears roller skates, yellow headphones, sunglasses, and speaks in rhyme. Much like the poet. Yeah. 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 Oh, less for Yorick. What a dumbo. <laughs> Shoot the duck. <laughs> anyway, blaze the curl. Blaze, blaze the curl. <laughs> Dad, stop. You're embarrassing me. Rip the fart. Oh you God, know what Dad, I mean. Dad, get out. We'll see you after the movie. Hey, you girls having fun in here? Oh, Dad, Jesus, God. Who wants some blue cheese? Dad, Dad we have... Money, we're just getting popcorn. Go away! All right, if you girls are looking for a blue cheese dunker, just come over here. Dad, that's not even a thing. Nobody <laughs> wants a blue cheese dunker. I, I snuck it in under my shirt. Dad, Dad, you stink! You're making the whole place stink. I oh, see. You don't respect your father. All right. Uh, all right. Well, you girls just enjoy your uh, Twilight or whatever it is. Dad, shut up. <laughs> Nobody sees Twilight. I'm trying out for cheerleading. They're not going to let me in. Uh, I can show you a cheer. <laughs> Dad, no. <laughs> the movie's about to start. I got an old-fashioned Bronx cheer No, right God, here. Dad, no. Please stop. That's so embarrassing. You're my little girl. You're my angel. <laughs> I want you to go in there and fly high. Dad, <laughs> Dad, we're just seeing Hannah Montana. Are you now? 
Are you, well, which is it? Are you auditioning to be a cheerleader? Or are you seeing a movie? I'm seeing a movie right now, and then I'm auditioning to be a cheerleader later. You sure you don't want some blue cheese? Yeah, nobody <laughs> wants blue cheese. And we're back. All right. I don't know if anything happens in the second act. I'm going to be real uh, honest. I, I don't know when the when second, the second act, act ends, ends and the third, the third begins. <laughs> That's because time is irrelevant, and it's like we're all in the habitat. We come back, and basically it is like a prison where she has marked the days on the wall. Well, so it starts uniform, mm-hmm. blah, blah, you know, line, line, line. And then, uh, Jen, I think you just turned to me and said, no beer and no TV makes it's Homer, Homer something, something, something. something. Uh, because it just goes bananas. After probably the fourth day, it just wigs out into, like, curly cues and circles. and uh, Yeah. It, the puzzle is half solved. She's not doing well. No, not handling this. The siren keeps ringing. And now she's talking about the tasks that the siren has made her do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It all sounds stupid. Steam, ice, snakes, electrified floor. So I'd like to just take us to a section called, who did she talk to to get into this agreement? <laughs> because at this, at this point, I'm like... What Faustian deal did you make to end up in this hell room? This makes... Well, who, or, or who did you piss off to have someone refer you to this service? Miss, I see you're about to enter the store dots, but if you have a moment of your time, are you free to take a short survey? Well, penis-head woman standing outside of dots. <laughs> what is it? Ah, very interesting, and thank you for your time. Uh, question one, would you like to have all of the money and your wishes come true? Well, who wouldn't? Do you like triangles? I love them, especially when they glow. How do you feel about rooms? I have many rooms. Well, do I have a deal for you? Uh, and that's how it happens. Yes. But no, I mean, this is such a major plot point that they never ever talk about the the agreement is just made okay but thank god they didn't talk about it because that could have been that could have been the first act well i remember when you came and found me at that i was working it as a waitress as a, a, Co- cocktail, a cocktail bar, bar. And, yeah i will do it in the writer's room but i think there's a, another way that they could have done it okay and i don't know that that's not my problem with the episode. I don't know if more exposition would have made it a better episode. No, I. This episode is wafer thin to begin with. They 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 threw a lot of. I mean the 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 first two minutes of the episode is nothing but a haunted exposition dump that. Just kind of never really stops. It's one of it, these monologue bottle episodes that yeah, are always just, painful. Even when you have adorable Lily Taylor, it is yeah, not yeah. good. Just, well, nothing happens with the exception of finding out that she's been there 64, 63 days. She thinks 63 or 64 days. But then starts questioning time in her existence. Yeah. And is basically like... I don't know if I'm sleeping 20 minutes, 15 minutes, 6 hours, 20 hours. That's how I feel with a baby. 
<laughs> telling me. Uh, she has to. There are also tasks that she needs to do. So she's on a treadmill for a while. She has to go run on the treadmill. Yeah, and when she doesn't do those things, the alarm goes off and the lights flash, and she hates that noise. The alarm is loud, gives her a headache, hurts her ears, etc. And then she reveals that to get to her sleeping quarters and to where her food is, she has to go through a corridor, a gauntlet of sorts. Yes, yeah. And she she made an allusion to not wanting to go through there because, well, you know what's in there. Where it was like, okay, all right, I'm 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 interested to see where this is going to go. Went nowhere <laughs> because we never found out what was there. So she she is losing it. And she finally loses it to the point where she's just like, the deal is off. Show yourself. Say hello to me. Yeah, you can have everything back. I don't want the money. Just somebody say hello. Get Let me out of or here. Or let me out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the door opens. And let's uh, call that an act break. Yeah. Okay. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Hello. Good morning. It is time for ice cream. What's good? What's Eat it? the ice cream. Where am I? Humans require ice cream. What is this place? Eat the ice cream. I don't want any more. Eat the ice cream. How long have I been here? You're so hungry. For delicious ice cream. Put that away from me. Where's Steven? Everyone you love is gone. There is only ice cream. Oh, that is dystopian nightmare, existential dread. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, they they did it better in thirty seconds than this episode yeah. did in thirty minutes. So, plus ice cream. Plus ice cream. Have you ever had Halo Top? I love Halo Top. Yeah, yeah. They, they actually make uh, dairy free ice cream. That's pretty I, good. I've had that. It's it's quite good. <laughs> ice cream for you. <laughs> ice cream for me. We don't need this. We just need ice cream. No need to scream. Eat the ice cream. Um, We're you back. Sure you, you sure don't want a blue cheese ice cream? Dad, God, how did you get in here? I'm we just, bought our tickets. Yeah, and I can buy a ticket too because I have a job. Dad, oh my God. What is that smell? <laughs> it is what I like to call the good stuff. Dad, why did you take your shoes off? Because my dogs are barking. Dad, the whole row smells like feet. Yeah, and blue cheese to balance it out. 
You know, blue cheese is uh, pretty hard to make. Dad, Mandy's allergic to blue cheese. Oh, tough for Mandy. Good for me. Dad, just go away. Go watch a movie. There's a Harrison Ford movie across the hall. There's a Harrison Ford movie across the hall. He's got a plane or something. Oh, I love when he gets on a plane. Dad, get out. They're going to kick us out. They're never going to kick us out. They can't get close to me. I'm covered in blue cheese. Dad, you stink. Oh, like flavor. Anyway, what? Anyway, you're my princess. Love you so much. Dad, go away. Your smile lights a thousand lights. Your love is smothering me. I don't mean to smother. You're smothering me. But also, just put a piece of popcorn on this blue cheese. No, Dad, you can't have any popcorn. All right. I go by my own. I have a job. Unlike your mother thinks I don't. Dad, shush. You shush. I don't know when you got so mean to me. Yeah, the guy with the flashlight's coming. Oh, I know him. I'm going to go ring his bell. Oh, uh, excuse, excuse me, sir. Yes. Is that blue cheese? Yes, it is. Would you like some? Maybe. Oh, my God. You guys get out of here. We're going to go to the lobby and have some blue cheese. You're my oh, favorite. God. Dad. I know I shouldn't tell you that you're my favorite. <laughs> Dad, what about Barb and Nikki? Ah, they'll learn. <laughs> And we're back. We don't know if this is where the act break really is, but does it does it matter this though? Time I means mean, nothing this, in this episode. Yeah, the character Jamie Neal uh, enters what I like to call a dirt crawl. Dirt crawl jungle gym. <laughs> yeah, I wrote dirt crawl to a jungle gym, and this is the most like '90s jungle gym I think I could ever it, see. It, honestly, it looked like adult pickup sticks. Yeah, yeah, it, it's. It's a tight shot of her kind of shimmying through this jungle gym because if it was wider, you would see that it was four sticks. Yeah. And then she enters basically the Take On Me video set. (laughs) Uh, For a little pizza torture. And this could all be in a showbiz pizza at this point is what I'm realizing. (laughs) It's a real one night at five nights at Freddy's. Uh, we forgot to mention earlier she ran on a treadmill for no reason, but who cares? Yep. Um, the the monologuing never stops. Never. She keeps asking for out. She keeps wanting out. And then, and then uh, questioning reality and questioning time. Is time fluid? Is it a flat circle? Yeah. <laughs> who cares? Pizza's here. Uh, so a wall slides open and reveals the most disgusting looking pizza. I would love so, to talk about this pizza for the next 20 to 30 minutes. Well, so Jen uh, Jen is aware of my hatred of clickbait, uh, especially... It is clickbait. clickbait. It's a clickbait pizza. <laughs> it is. <laughs> because there is this, this, there's this article right now. Uh, that keeps showing up like everywhere. Uh, that is, we ordered a. Oh God, what the fuck is the name of that place? Uh, we ordered a Chuck E. Cheese pizza for delivery, and it's as sad as it sounds, or something like that. And you just see a, a picture of the pizza, and it was like, oh boy. <laughs> I wrote that pizza is a real dump. <laughs> <laughs> that pizza is a real dump. That pizza. Doctors hate this, this pizza. pizza for this one trick. Yeah. This pizza shows Cardiologists up. Cardiologists beg you, throw <laughs> away this, this pizza. one pizza. 
this pizza shows up out of nowhere in the holodeck, and she's like, you can't get me with that. I won't eat it. And then she doesn't check it and just rams some pizza into her face, and she's like, anchovies. Anchovies. I'm allergic to anchovies. They and make me hyperventilate, which I was like, "Hey, that's not, not uh, that's not an allergic thing. allergic reaction." And, and it wasn't so much a hyperventilate as deliver lines like William Shatner. <laughs> it makes me hyperventilate. She keeps overacting, overreacting. She starts to run. And then hits an invisible breakout box. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. We forgot to talk about that. She does some killer mime work for a while while they put in some screens for her. But, yes, this one kills her, apparently. Well, the final one. So she, you see a whole bunch of them. She slides under one. And then she makes a running start, hits one, and, and is dies. dead. And that's, that's it. And that's, I think, when it cuts to uh, Predator RoboCop view. And now we see. I did not mean to shoot that at you, <laughs> but I totally did. Matt and just I... threw something at me as though I was asleep at the episode. <laughs> like, hey, dummy, mean? it's time to talk about penis head aliens. <laughs> this really looks like a dildo. Even for monsters, this, this is was... a slap in the face. <laughs> They were just on a, a, a porn set that yeah. was like alien sex fiends. Have you seen the um, – it was on uh, Everything is Terrible, uh, the E.T. porn. Oh, no. No. Oh, God, guys. Look into it. Don't look into it, but look into <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh. It's, really, it's really something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so there are some very phallic puppet – uh, 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 costume no, heads. Yeah, yeah, costume heads because we could see the one guy's neck. Yeah, uh, and but they didn't take the time to like make the mouths move or anything. No, no. So it is just a mask with a voiceover. It could well, have been a it picture. Sounded, you it don't sounded even see like it, like Bob. It was all the same voice run through. You know, uh, I don't know an effects pedal or whatever. Um, Too bad she was amusing. The, this, these I, humans, they don't make any sense. Her emotions were too all over the place. These humans like boxes with boxes in them, but they don't like being in the boxes. It seems that they are hypocrites. I feel what the humans call grief. It's funny. They do this to other creatures and they don't like it themselves because they do it. Two pets. This. Get it, guys? Yeah. They made her be a pet. Executive do you producer. Get, do you get it? Richard, Richard get Rubenstein. It? Do, you, do you get it? Did he you understand it? it? Hey, hey, guys, did you get it? Because fuck you. <laughs> you know, this, re- yeah. this episode made me question reality. Yeah. Um, real. Guys, we're all pets, man. We're all somebody's <laughs> puppet, baby. Hey. Perry Farrell was right with porno for pyros. Oh, we'll make, we'll make great, great pets. <laughs> but the thing is, uh, let's go to the writer's room. Dad, get out of here. <laughs> hey, my darling. Dad, this is my grown-up job, and it stinks in here. You're making it stink. <laughs> you want some kohlrabi? Dad, nobody wants kohlrabi. Nobody wants any of your homemade kohlrabi. I made, a, I made an okra slaw that uh. is 
dad. Delicious. They said they'd only let one woman into the writer's room in 40 years. Hey, and who is that girl? It's me. That's right. That's right now. Who wants liver and onion? Nobody, Dad. You're <laughs> gross. You're a monster. I love you. Go away. Is there anything that could be done to salvage this episode? Uh... I, the premise of aliens... I mean, the premise of aliens making humans go through the motions of being a pet as a form of torture... Uh, sure. Sure. It's fine. Uh, I maybe maybe if it wasn't maybe if there were a couple of them maybe if it wasn't just Lily Taylor monologuing. I don't know if it needed to be the in solitary confinement. If it was a habitat set up with uh, more than one person. Yeah, yeah, and then they were you know getting in fights like dogs are or. Uh, this was just a lot to carry on Lily Taylor's narrow shoulders. Yeah. The other thing is that if they were paying attention to humans and pets, they understand that the bond between the pet owner and the pet is substantial. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, pets are members of families. They're, they're not just something that you keep in a box. Right. And like... Uh, ha- Flash a flashlight at and shake the box. That's that's not. Maybe gerbils are, but um, maybe that's how your gerbils are. I can't. I can't. Well, I mean, considering that I still have a scar on my finger from when I when I poked a hamster because I wanted it to play with me and it bit, yeah, bit right on so it, and like I tried to shake it off, which was a even worse idea than trying to poke a hamster awake. So, do we? Do we fix this episode? Can you fix uh, this episode? I, 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 just, I think you're right. Like, if you took it from scratch and made it like Survivor or the most dangerous game or something like that, that and that the aliens are running. I don't know. Aliens running things is such a... It's such a tired trope. Yeah. Even in 1990, I think it was yeah. kind of a tired trope. But eh, whatever. Uh, Jen, give us a scale. Uh, scale of uh, one to ten dump pizzas. Two. Two. Yeah, two seems right. Uh, I'll give it a three. Why not? Why not? Um, Hi, everybody. We are back. Transmissions is back for you with Monsters. Uh, we're excited to be here. 2020. Happy New Year still. Happy New Year, Jen. Yay, Happy New Year. Uh, thank you, everybody, for being patient. Oh, fuck you, too. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> hey, Matt. We said Happy New Year to each other last week. I don't know. Did we? Oh, it's too late. I'm questioning reality now. <laughs> did I say Happy New Year last week or this week? What is or every last week? What is, week? What is new week? year when I don't know how new this year Alas, is? Alas, Horatio. I knew him last year. That's my girl up there. Dad, stop. <laughs> I'm doing a play. Anyway, um. Lots of cool stuff happening with uh, transmissions. We'll see you soon. Uh, you can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Instagram and Facebook. Maybe we'll post there this year. Uh, hey, here's a resolution for you. TFTDS Pod on Twitter. And am I forgetting anything? Just try to enjoy, enjoy the, the daylight? daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hanson, Matt Rose. 
and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Belly Ink Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.